How are you feeling? Good. And how are you feeling? I want to welcome everybody to another In My Feels episode. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about emotion and the body's reaction to your mind. Again, diving in on The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and kind of using some excerpts from that and diving fully in. I think I'm on my like 85th episode, which is kind of insane. But what an amazing experience. I mean, getting to read some amazing books, getting to talk about amazing books, getting to talk about, you know, feelings and emotions, getting to express those emotions, getting to communicate on a collective conscious level, becoming aware of how powerful we are individually and together. But before we start, you know, thoughts, feelings, emotions, conditionings, belief systems, culture, expectations, knowings. Everything on the inside creates your outside exterior. So my question for you is, how are you feeling right now in this moment? Really dive in, really dive in on how you're feeling right now in this moment. Because again, all we have is now. We no longer have yesterday. We certainly don't have tomorrow. We don't have five minutes from now. How are you feeling right now? And I'd love to hear how you're feeling. Hit me up. Uh, You know, I, I try to reply to as many people as I can. I think our collective consciousness is growing, the listenership is growing, everything is growing. How am I feeling? I'm actually feeling really good today, really positive, really well rested. I've been having some great sleeps. I think I'm, I've changed my, I guess, habits before bed. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm re- reading way more. There isn't too much distraction once, you know, my daughter goes down to sleep and, and everything else. So it's kind of quiet time to allow me to quiet the mind and to, to kind of digress on how I'm feeling for the day or or at that moment. So let's dive in. Emotion, the body's reaction to your mind. So Eckhart says, mind in the way I use the word is not just thought. It includes your emotions as well as all unconscious mental, emotional, reactive patterns. Emotion arises at a place where mind and body meet. It is the body's reaction to your mind, or you might say a reflection of your mind in the body. For example, An attack thought or a hostile thought will create a buildup of energy in the body that we call anger. The body is getting ready to fight. The thought that you are being threatened physically or psychologically causes the body to contract. And this is the physical side of what we call fear. Research has shown that strong emotions can even cause changes in the biochemistry of the body. These biochemical changes represent the physical or material aspect of the emotion. Of course, you are not usually conscious of all your thought patterns and it is often only through watching your emotions that you can bring them into awareness. Like, incredible, incredible. Eckhart is incredible. And I've been talking about this for so long during the previous episodes and everything else. It's time for us to become aware of our emotional thoughts or our thoughts that are driving the emotion, which creates a physical reaction in your body. So if you're severely stressed and your addiction is, Again, addiction, addicted to, to being severely stressed, which we all are, because we have to break a cycle of that, that pattern. And it's going to take a little while to break that pattern. Trust me. You're creating an emotional stress within your body. So you're feeling something emotionally, which is coming out in you physically. So you're manifesting that stress as a physical ailment within your body. I know when I was severely stressed and everything else, I had problems with my stomach. 
you know, headaches and all this type of things because I was creating physical manifestations within my body based on the way I thought and the way I made myself feel. And these attacks are not necessarily like, you know, back in the day when, when you'd have an attack response in your body, it would be like a fight or flight mode. We don't really have those type of fight or flight modes because we live in a quite a civilized uh, situ- uh, culture or situation, especially I do. So it's almost like a phantom feeling when you're angry at somebody, when you're you know depressed or sad or anxious. It's kind of these phant- phantom kind of fight or flight responses that you're creating in the body. But your body, that's a reaction to something natural. But what's happening is it's a very unnatural reaction. And we now need to allow ourselves to feel these things, to let them flow through us. Because when you stagnate, when you, when you stop them, when you fight against them, when you suppress anger, it becomes something else and manifests to something else. Like I've spoken about the, 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 the love and fear spectrums. So when you have these kind of thought patterns of the kind of the stressing of the body, it, creates a, it changes your biochemistry. And I've spoken about this before. Physically, it, scientifically, it changes the way your body functions. So if you're feeling stress in a certain way or certain place, you're putting a stress on a certain part of your body, which then manifests into physical reality. Again, we are the power. We are the controller. We are everything. We are the creator or creators. And I think what, what, what we are talking about and what everybody listening is understanding is that I don't want us to be unconscious in this approach. I want us to be conscious. This is where, you know, when we, I spoke about the mind and disassociating yourself with the mind and watching your thoughts, not judging, not becoming entangled with them, letting them flow through you and watching them, not interacting, not interfering, allowing them to flow, but being consciously aware of them. We do the same thing with our emotions. When we watch our emotions, we bring them into awareness, awareness within ourselves. Then you start taking the power back over your thought processes and over your emotions. But it's not power from the outside, it's power from the inside, which is the strongest force you can, you can do. And you start attracting more situations that are empowered to you, for you. Eckhart Tholle says, you know, the more you are identified with your thinking, your likes, dislikes, judgments and interpretations, which is to say the less present you are as the watching consciousness, the stronger the emotional energy charge will be, whether you are aware of it or not. If you cannot feel your emotions, if you are cut off from them, you will eventually experience them on a purely physical level, as a physical problem or symptom. A strong unconscious emotional pattern may even manifest as an external event that appears to just happen to you. For example, I have observed that people who carry a lot of anger inside without being aware of it and without expressing it are more likely to be attacked verbally, even physically, by other angry people and often for no apparent reason. They have a strong emanation of anger that certain people pick up subliminally and that trigger their own latent anger. Powerful. So the more we identify with our thinking, our thoughts, our likes, our dislikes, our judgments, because when you have a thought and you don't like that thought, you automatically judge it. Why am I thinking that? All these type of things. And then you create this kind of ball effect, which is this never-ending cycle of constant thought, judgment, thought, judgment, dislikes, dislike, thoughts, judgment. Instead, there's a thought that you don't like. You watch it. What do you think is going to happen? You step into awareness and that thought process is going to disappear. It takes time, but it will. And see, if you cannot feel your emotions and if you are cut off from your emotions, you will eventually experience them on a purely physical level as a physical problem or symptom. See, when we're not aware 
of our power or the thought process or the manifestations that we're creating constantly on a daily basis, we see them in physical reality and we see them as a standalone thing, not something that we have created. And this is where the disassociation is. When we step into awareness, we understand that if we see something physical that, that is manifesting within us, we can step into an accountability that we are where we are based on who we are. And once you step into that awareness of the accountability, then you can make a change. Then you can change your thought process. Then you can watch your thought process. Then you can watch your emotions. Then you can allow your emotions and thought process to flow through you. And you can watch them without judgment. And this, is, this has happened to me many times. Because I used to think, you know, why is the world against me? Why has this happened to me? When now I see it happened for me. Because it's all part of my experience. I'm creating my experience in physical reality. I'm creating it from the inside. And you know, when Eckhart says, I've observed that people who carry a lot of anger inside without being aware of it and without expressing it are more likely to be attacked verbally or even physically by other angry people and often for no apparent reason. You see, when I used to feel angry and bitter inside, I was never a violent person. Well, I mean, I wouldn't run away from violence if that made sense, but I, I was never, I never looked for it because I wasn't aware of the anger that I was suppressing inside me and, and the bitterness and the heartbreak and the anxiety and the depression, all these type of things that is clustering inside of me. And so therefore, remember I spoke about the different um, levels of vibrational level that you're putting out. The energy you're putting out is what you're attracting. So if I'm put, if inside I'm feeling bitter and angry and, you know, I'm suppressing all these emotions and I'm depressed and I, you know, I'm sad and all these type of things, I'm operating on that vibrational level. So therefore I can only attract similar people are on the same vibrational level. Now, I didn't want to, anyone to do, to do anyone harm, but I was attracting people who wanted to do me harm because I wasn't aware of what I was putting out. So I'd be out having a good time, a night out, and then get into a fight. And I couldn't pinpoint why this kept on happening, why I kept seeing this, because I was operating on the same vibrational level as the person who was trying to do me harm, because I, I, was, I was harming myself emotionally. And that was my manifestation. So I use myself as evidence for myself to progress myself into awareness. And if you have difficulty seriously feeling your emotions, start focusing your attention inside yourself, inside of your body. Feel your body from within. This will put you in touch with your emotions. Ask yourself how you're feeling. That's why I always start the podcast is how are you feeling right now in this moment? Because it's, a gen it's, it's, it's such a great, powerful question to step you into present time. Because you can't answer that from a past perspective. You can't answer that question from a future perspective. How are you feeling right now is a now question. Steps into presence. Because it's a, it's a present. It's a gift. Eckhart Ferber says, you know, so observing our emotions is as important as observing our thoughts. Yes, make it a habit to ask yourself, what is, what is going on inside me at this moment? That question will point you in the right direction. But don't analyze, just watch. Focus your attention within. Feel the energy of the emotion. If there is no emotion present, take your attention more deeply into the inner energy field of your body. It is the doorway into being. Incredible. Probably one of the most powerful statements I've read. Observing your emotion is as important as observing your thoughts. So in the previous episodes, you are not your mind, all these type of things, and you watch, you become the watcher of the thinker. So, so if you have these uncontrolled thoughts, you become a watcher to those uncontrolled thoughts. Then those uncontrolled thoughts will slowly, slowly dissipate. They'll slowly, slowly fade away. And then once you're aware of the thought process and how the thoughts affect emotion, then you become the watcher of your emotions. And then you step into awareness. Awareness of who you want to be. Awareness of who you are right now. Awareness that everything in your life is you. Awareness of the accountability 
that everything in your life is you. But don't judge. Don't analyze. Don't overcomplicate things. Don't overthink the thinking. Don't overemote the emotion. Just watch. Focus within. This is basically what Eckhart's talking about is meditation. Five to ten minutes a day of watching how you feel inside. And what happens if you do it for 30, 45 days, 50 days, 60 days? It becomes a habit of watching your thoughts and keeping you in the present moment. Because I can give you this information and I can, I can show you how it's done, but I can't do it for you because it, it, it's you inside. I can't dive inside of you and, and, and help you and enable you to be fixed and all these type of things or, or to progress. This has to come from you. And I'm saying this about myself too. And I know we speak about, you know, anxiety and depression, all these type of things, because uh, this is something that has resonated with me. This is something that I've experienced. This is something I continue to experience, but I'm aware of the, the emotion behind it. I'm aware of the feeling behind it. I'm aware of what drives it. Me, 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 me. So what about positive emotions? Love and joy. Eckhart says they are inseparable from your natural state of inner connectedness with being. Glimpses of love and joy or brief moments of deep peace are possible whenever a gap occurs in the stream of thought. For most people, such gaps happen rarely and only accidentally in moments when the mind is rendered speechless, sometimes triggered by great beauty, extreme physical exertion, or even great danger. Suddenly there is inner stillness, and within that stillness there is a subtle but intense joy. There is love. There is peace. Insanely true. When my mind was racing so much, and I told you you know, in previous episodes about the countdown method, and how I enabled to quiet my mind. And then one day I did it and then I stopped. And there was like a 10 seconds gap, which felt like an hour gap of, of no mind, no thought. And it's probably the most incredible time I've felt alive. When I wasn't thinking, I stepped into complete present moment. Now, when you step into that present moment, and if you, once that becomes a habit of consistently being in that present moment of that no mind, a complete and utter joy of total being, you can manifest anything you want right there in that moment because you're operating solely in the now and the things that you are asking for or wanting or knowing that are coming to you come now. It sounds like it could be something so far off. I know, trust me, I'm not there. I have been there and I've lost my way a little. This is why I'm having these conversations and I'm rereading these books to put me back on the path of where I want to be. And it's always so natural. Joy and love come from a place that is natural because it feels natural. It feels good. This is the path that I want us all to be on. This is the path of awareness that I want. Sounds like fairy tales. I understand. I'm not from any of this. So I understand even this is myself, my self-doubt coming in, you see. But I'm aware of my self-doubt. I'm aware of, well, it's not always fairy tales. All that type of stuff. But why can't it be? If life can, can get so bad... Life can also get so good. It's just perception. It's just awareness. And then you start analyzing what is actually good or bad. Again, it's perception. Something bad to you might be good to someone else. Something good to you might be bad for some, that might be bad to someone else. It's perception. It's judgment. Pleasure is always derived from something outside of you, whereas joy arises from within. It's a natural state of being. It's a natural state of your soul. Joy, love. And I think I'm going to end it there. I enjoyed that one. I really kind of, I feel released from when I started this episode to, to, to now. I feel still, I feel stillness. I do. And when I get into this space, I, there's a resonance within me. So if I hear something of truth that resonates with me, I get the, I guess we call them goosebumps. I get like tingles. And I'm like, oh, that, that means I'm on the right path for myself. 
it's my multi-sensory self of awareness understanding that this feels good to me and I'm going to continue on this path and I want us all to continue on the path that you want to, to be on because it's your choice it's your accountability it's your manifestations <laughs>